right, we are back! We are back, boys! This is episode 19, and I gotta pretend like well, this didn't, didn't happen. <laughs> like this didn't happen. Episode 19 of Torn Between Two Brothers. We didn't have to start over, but we did start over. I'm gonna raise Justin's uh, fucking audio a little bit, because he switched his Am mic. Cutting? Am I cutting, boy? Am I cutting? No, but when you touch the mic, it sounds gross. Oh, oh. So we're Good. still, yeah, okay. So this is Torn Between Two Brothers, episode 19, where we talk about things that are trending, things that are new to us in the past, present, and the future. My lovely wife gave me the thumbs up, so I know it sounds good on your end. <laughs> and yes, dude. Yes. Oh, man. You know man. what's the best part about doing a live podcast is sometimes things screw up. Yes. Dude. You know what's also a great thing about being in coronavirus season is we're at two different houses, so I can't, I'm, okay, I'm going to tell you right now. So a lot of you probably don't understand our dynamic as two brothers. If you do, you do, you don't, you don't. But Brandon is pretty much the idea guy and he kind of helps out with like developing ideas for the podcast. And I'm just the tech guru. So when so right now we're streaming Brandon through my laptop. To set up his house to make it easier. And then because my my laptop's been giving problems and then his school laptop is actually like a what is it like an alienware laptop or something mine it's like an acer nitro 5600 something like that yeah so i like brandon's doing it on his house just in hopes nothing screws up but if there's a tech issue i'm not there to fix it nope i'm just fucking here dude i'm literally the puppet dude justin tells me what the fuck to do and i do it do i have any <laughs> idea what i'm doing 80 percent of the time absolutely not but do we do it? Yeah, we get fucking through. We get through we all these it. issues. We do it, boy. I'm glad. I'm glad things change. I I think I know what it was. I think it was just a cable. You know what I gotta do? So I already talked. All right. So I'm redoing my basement right now, and I gotta like literally, like, okay. Actually, you wanna know something I learned recently? What? Okay. And I don't know if it's just because it's what I do, but I told Cat that I was gonna douche the basement because I need to like get rid of cables and old things that don't work. Yeah. And she's like, you can't, don't use douche as a verb. Uh, I was like, why not? It means clean without saying clean. Well, because douche has so many fucking <laughs> contexts because you literally have the douche that cleans the in your insides. And then from that, it was, <laughs> then you get douche bag, which derived from that word, which is also in, in a negative connotation. And then you bring it all the way back. You can't, it as a verb, dude. Douching means to yeah. clean your pussy, and douche means only cleaning your pussy. No. That's all it is. Yeah, but I but I need the basement is like the, the basement needs to be organized and cleaned. Okay. That I need to douche. Okay, it's the moist cave that I need to douche. So <laughs> I went through and I am douching it of all douches, <laughs> and I don't know. I, I I didn't realize it was such a bad thing to say. Dude, I got all the liquids, bro. I got wine over here. I got coffee. What do you want? <laughs> it's funny. I was so stressed with how everything was starting. Yeah. I already finished my first cup. That I'm like, I'm like. Yeah, dude. We're <laughs> dude. We're all fucking set. You know why? So for just... those of you tuning in right now, this is going <laughs> between two brothers where we talk about the past, the present, and maybe the future because we are both uh, predictors of the future. And ooh. This is, uh, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing in the grapevines that the Mayor of Contano shirt was debuted on the Dobros podcast in their lightest episode. No you way. Can, 
So, uh, for those of you that don't know, we do have merch. If you want to know where to find it, it's on Spreadshirt. Look up Torn Between Two Brothers. We released a mayor of Contano, which is a container of mayo that's also a mayor of a town <laughs> called Contano because Brennan can't speak. Because I get strokes every fucking podcast. And speaking of strokes, no, speaking <laughs> of podcasts, yeah. um, I don't know. If, so, one of the guys from my job um he he runs the back shop and he was talking to me because he is a big fan of the podcast um, yeah but he doesn't look he doesn't enjoy a long form podcast okay he actually one of, the, of our few um he's one of the few people that just watches the clips okay so he doesn't even have facebook he just uses youtube and it, it, um and he can just look like he just he just whenever it pops up on his newsfeed he just yeah, clicks yeah, yeah, it and yeah. listens to the stuff and That's he funny, huh? Me, he talked to me the other day about Joe Rogan because he he he, he kind of listens to a lot of comedians podcasts and that's kind of his forte. Yeah. And recently, your favorite comedian, by the way, watch his new special. Not a huge fan. It was okay. Yeah, it was, it was all like right. average. <laughs> um, but Chris Delia uh, went on his podcast. Uh, well, went on Joe Rogan's podcast and then went on another podcast where he kind of did like a Zoom situation. Sure. And it revealed that he was tested for coronavirus before going on the podcast. No way. Chris D'Elia On the was? Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, Chris D'Elia was tested for corona because Joe oh, Rogan oh. Tests, tests all of his guests before they get into uh, okay. the Okay, for some reason area. I thought you were saying that he was tested and he was positive for coronavirus. But what no, you're no, saying no, no. is he that- he was tested before entering the podcast. Dude, have you seen how they fucking test for the coronavirus? You've probably seen it. I mean, so many people have seen it. It's the same way for the flu. No, I haven't seen it. No? I actually they, have not seen it. Dude, it you, I think you would freak out about it. It's like a Q-tip, this fucking long dude. And oh, it's they when they scrub it. your brain, dude. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, Dad told me. Fuck, dude. I saw I saw it actually, funny enough, because fucking your boy's trying to get TikTok famous right now. I saw it on TikTok of this guy, and he, like, filmed himself getting it, and there was fucking blood on the end of the Q-tip. She's like, oh, yeah, that's just, like, it's just, like, a side effect. Like, oh, blah, or not a side effect, but, like, something that happens when you get tested for coronavirus. Yeah. And that's, like, literally the fucking equivalent of a dentist, like, flossing you and making you bleed and going, you don't floss enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking You don't gross. scrub your brain enough to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get tested um, enough for coronavirus. So Joe Rogan is paying for tests for all of his guests. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, Chris D'Elia was talking about it on this podcast called The Build Series, but it's a non-FDA-approved test. Huh. So the doctor that does it is part of a concierge – MD, a part of the concierge MDLA. And it's a premium provider of high-end on-demand on demand and personalized Medicare in LA. Yeah. So if you're a rich person, I guess it's pretty much what it is. Um, you're able to request certain things where like you have a private doctor that just, just takes care of you on demand. That's so weird. So it's too, and on the website. So if you go to concierge MDLA, you could scroll down as, as to like what they provide. Sure. The coronavirus test is on there, and it's two hundred ninety nine dollars for a nasal swab test and an antibody it, test. A brain and swab. And the guy test. said he's tested over three hundred people, and uh, the, the uh, five percent of people that were asymptomatic 
tested positive for coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, out of yeah. Three hundred that he tested, like, and the concierge, not the Joe Rogan podcast. But there was a lot of people in an outrage mm-hmm. because he's buying up like, all the tests. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, people. Like, there's people, people that need the tests. But like at the same, he's not taking away from tests. There's the, he uh, because it's 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 a test that he's paying for. He's paying for that's what insurance does. It pays it pays for your like medical care yeah sure so you're privately funding it rather than or do you're doing it by you instead of by like your insurance Mm -hmm. it should be okay and he's not like buying up like hundreds and hundreds of masks or the people that bought like the thirty-three thousand bottles of hand sanitizer to try to resell it for a profit Mm -hmm. but it's uh people people were bashing him for like having all these coronavirus tests while people don't have them. Yeah. But I guess the coronavirus tests are plentiful. So it's not like, you know. Yeah, I think they are now. But um, yeah. the, the the weird thing about that is, is that if he's testing everyone and it's not FDA approved, what, what, like, how do you, how can you tell if it works if it's not, if it's not FDA approved? Exactly. Exactly. So that's weird to begin with. So that's to be able people to... are upset. They're upset yeah. that like, like, you know, because first he's doing a bunch of coronavirus so people are blaming him for not having enough for everyone else two people are upset because it's not fda approved so it's like all right what the what does what do the tests prove for you like it does nothing for you yeah exactly and then and then there's some people defending him and going well he's not doing he's not hurting anyone you know what i mean like like you know like some of the guests are going on the podcast without really you know like blindly going into it and assuming that the this non-fda approved test is gonna yay or nay them to be on the podcast while yeah. like you're kind of putting people at injury but he also joe rogan is one of those people that believes in taking fucking mushrooms and going on a trip and then being healed you know what i mean like he's <laughs> not really the fda guy yeah as, mo- as moses pointed out he's a sham he prefers to call himself know? a shaman not a doctor, apparently the guy. Shaman. A, sh- a shaman. <laughs> a shaman, dude. Swimming a in the shaman. water, getting fucking eaten by fishes. He's a shaman. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I didn't know how you felt about that because uh, I, I know. I, I don't even know how you feel about Joe Rogan as a whole. I'm not a huge Joe Rogan fan. I, funny enough, dude. So I was. Uh, I stumbled onto a Joe Rogan because, clip. Right, I don't know if this applies to you with the podcast, and not to cut you off. But yeah, go ahead. Whenever you tell someone, oh, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast," the first thing people do is oh i listen to joe rogan yeah and that's the that's the weird thing i don't find joe rogan entertaining i don't find i don't know like i don't know who the fuck joe rogan is i know he was an mma fighter i know he fucking hosted fear factor i know he did like tv stuff but besides that like i don't understand why joe rogan has like the fame that he does following either yeah the following exactly and i think it's just because like he doesn't he doesn't do anything so he's able to reach out to all those big people i think he might just be like a good medium like a foundational podcast that people go to him and he just got picked out of one of the only people and now he's just fucking you know i i don't i don't know yeah i'm not i think i think what it is i think with joe rogan is because he i think what happened is he was ahead of the curve yeah so he was on podcast like 10 years ago and he he did one once a day multiple times a day i mean 
I, I used to listen to him because I used to enjoy not necessarily him. I used to enjoy his guests. Yes, and exactly. The thing about the long form podcast is you get to learn someone a little bit more than you would, you know, like just watching them on Jimmy Kimmel talk sure. for two minutes about, you know, like a PR approved story. Yeah. So I think that I enjoy like I like the Neil deGrasse Tyson episode I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like a bunch of comedians I learned through just watching Joe Rogan and kind of that's that was the foundation of whether or not it was going to be of interest. I know he did. He does a sober October, which is very big. Oh. With uh, like Burt Chrysler, um, Ari Shafir, and there's someone else I'm missing. Dying, I, I can see his face, um, but I can't. I can't remember his name. But they, what they do is every October, they, 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 all of them put Fitbits on or or something along the signs of a Fitbit. They all go sober for a month, no weed, no drinking, no nothing, mm-hmm. and and which is interesting because Joe Rogan. A lot of his podcast is driven by the whiskey he shares with his, you know, his whoever he's interviewing. See, which I, I find know, really cool I didn't even know he did that. <clears throat> I mean, in gen- I mean, with the guests that like whiskey, he'll he'll pop, you know, he'll break out a bottle that he has to like kind of drink with his guests. Yeah. And I find that interesting because you really get to know someone when they have a drink, and then or they'll smoke weed together, and that's why the whole Elon Musk thing happened. Where uh, like, like, is that where that meme comes from? Yeah, it oh, was on Joe shit. Rogan. No way. So he was being interviewed by Joe Rogan, and he goes, you know, like, do you want to smoke weed? And he goes, yeah, I smoke weed. And he goes, well, you know, I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Would you want to smoke one? And then they both lit up at the same time, and they smoke weed. And then within, like, the hour, like, uh, uh, Tesla's stocks plummeted at, like, like oh, I don't know, like 50% or whatever. And then it also... Uh, they they made him like they they were fighting like this battle against everyone because they didn't want him to be the CEO or the speaker or whatever the chairman. Yeah, like, they didn't want him to be the head of it. Or presentation for the company. Sorry, so it just it cut out just a little bit. So, it, but that Joe Rogan has such a big audience that mm-hmm. like you think about how many millions of people see. I, I think about like so. Cat recently, um, my girlfriend, she got. 200,000 views on a TikTok. Yeah. And 200,000 fucking people is a lot of people. You think about my shows I used to do, which was like, we would cap at like three, 400 people or whatever at mm-hmm. most. Multiply that by 500 buildings like that or whatever, or uh, 5,000 buildings like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, that's how many fucking people just watch hers. Now take Joe Rogan's podcast that gets millions of views. Millions, that's insane. yeah. Mm-hmm. Insane to think about yeah he's just he's just a good medium format to like i know the long the long podcast uh is although i do it it's not like something that i really enjoy watching i enjoy doing yeah. it but i don't enjoy watching it as much um well, you unless, enjoy listening to it yeah, yeah yeah i can have it like audio but like I, I can't personally if it's joe rogan just doing his own thing i can't do it but i've gone to him to be able to figure out guests or like you yeah, know, just I, I, get a better enjoy, understanding like, on when he guests. does like presidential candidates. I think that's really interesting because yeah. uh, during the, like the debates, everyone gets like a quick like two minute shot mm-hmm. to like do like a quick excerpt that's gonna go viral on on Twitter. Yeah, and then everyone can defend Bernie or everyone can defend this candidate Dude, or that candidate. 
I don't want to fucking ruin your train of thought, but you know what I watched? And I didn't even have it in my cards, but it's fucking hilarious, is that Bernie Sanders went on Instagram Live with uh, Cardi B. No way! (laughs) Yeah, dude. And then she was asking, oh, why did you step down? And I watched, like, I think, like, five minutes of it or something. I think, I don't think it was much longer than that, but I was watching it, and I was fucking cracking up because she was like, oh, why'd you step down? And, you know, Bernie Sanders obviously saying that, like, oh, you know, I need to make sure that the the better candidate for or the to most Trump. yeah exactly the to get Trump out of office like i need yeah. we need to have all of our fucking eggs in one basket so i stepped yeah. down but it was like him talking to Cardi B dude Cardi B's got like 9 inch nails on her fucking each of her <laughs> fingertips and she's just like talking to Bernie she's like Bernie and he's just like fucking dude it was no so way, weird dude Cardi B and Bernie Sanders you got to go you got to go check it out dude i was fucking cracking up and i was talking to Joanna about it i was like dude this is so fucking funny like two people you would think would never ever talk to each other <laughs> i i don't know if i talked about this on the podcast but speaking of unlikely guests the thing that blew my mind was when joe rogan interviewed edward snowden dude did you see oh, that no <laughs> i don't fucking, a, i don't have any interest in that dude, dude a fucking russian had a spy three bro. hour interview with edward snowden yeah and got like his whole background and talked to him like edward snowden's in freaking russia yeah yeah, like, yeah. Being, like you know like he, he doesn't have his immunity to come back to the states yet he's like fighting for it apparently yeah and they he was interviewing him through like zoom or skype or something like that and like having edward snowden just talk about like why he became like america's number one enemy and stuff like that dude like, i would and it fu- was like i would fucking cheese dude because all right so for those of you that don't know like uh while we're doing this for the next couple of weeks and we're still in quarantine and lockdown Justin and I have been talking about uh, having different guests on, whether they're, like, friends that are across the country or what may have you. But, dude, that would be, like, fucking goals to just interview someone so fucking random on a Zoom meeting and be like, yo, can you chime in for our podcast for, like, an hour? And, like... Dude, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about just reaching out to random people that have, like, genuine interest in. Yeah. Just to Zoom. But I know there's a couple of guests that we have in mind. Um, One of them being in our comments right now, probably person who's commenting the most and our buddy alan well one buddy from california and one buddy from new orleans and now texas yeah i think would be two good guests to have because the thing about being in the quarantine and zoom life it's like now it's like all right fuck it like now is the time to get a guest on that we couldn't get and like we don't want to ruin the integrity of an in-person podcast sure with a zoom guest you know what i mean unless it was something huge or major yeah yeah, but like me and you work well like our dynamic works well like in close proximity so like right now because we're limited to what we can do now it makes sense to zoom because we're on zoom yeah so it it would be cool to just like i don't know just throw throw in a random i i i need to talk to you after the podcast but um uh i think i think we should grab one of them for next week yeah no absolutely that'd be fucking nasty uh if anyone's interested definitely throw yourself in the comments but we're kind of digressing here what i i was gonna fucking go into my topic and then i just totally lost train of thought fucking bernie and car <laughs> bernie sanders and cardi b just like polarized my fucking mind but yeah. uh fucking other kind of coronavirus news because my boy my boy dude lil xan got hospitalized dude i saw that i saw yeah, that dude. he got hospitalized because he had a panic attack 
like a really it's, bad dude, aim. Dude, it's literally, I thought of you when I was reading the article. Yeah, dude, I, I thought that too. I was like, dude, that's literally what fucking <laughs> happened to me is that I literally had a coronavirus-related panic attack where personally me, I was just like, I couldn't sleep for like three days because I was just freaking out because the media obviously like makes it so fucking insane. Um, but yeah. So dude. for those of you that don't know, Lil Xan is a rapper. Yeah. That uh, he's had like it. three big hits. Yeah. He had like he, he yeah. Popular a few years ago. I haven't really heard things. I mean, he was dating Noah Cyrus, who's Miley Cyrus's uh, younger sister. Yeah. And I think they're back to dating or whatever. But he he was a big. I mean, I think he was hospitalized. I mean, okay, Lil Xan is literally mm -hmm. hospitalized for the fucking dude. He got hospitalized for having flaming hot Cheetos. Dude. Yeah, and he dude. Yeah. Anxiety driven. Yeah. I bet you like nothing came out of it. He was just anxiety driven, just like he is now. Well, apparently, so apparently he said he hallucinated really bad. So he was so stressed out and anxiety ridden to the point where he hallucinated. Then an ambulance have to, had to be called and then picked him up. And yeah, he said that he struggles with anxiety so fucking bad. And he said it was the worst panic attack that he's ever had. And he doesn't know why more people aren't freaking out. And I just want to say, Lil Xan, I'm right there with you, boy. If you want to be a guest on the podcast because we both got that anxiety, let's fucking go. <laughs> But yeah, dude, he dude. fucking freaked out. And I can totally fucking relate. The media is a fucking scary place where shit just goes to brew and fucking fester until, you know, you end up fucking crying. Because <laughs> that's what happens. It's so, it's so weird because, like, I've been, I, I, so I was um, laid off for two weeks. And then I just got went back to work mon Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. And then they were talking about how, um, like... It's just completely different. Like the environment's different. Half yeah. the office is different. Everyone's stressed about like, like everything. And like we've been lysoling like the door handles, the light yeah. switches, like the most the places that you touch the most without realizing it. Yeah. And then they've been kind of cleaning every surface just to be precautious. And mm -hmm. there's even one guy in our office who's uh, the coronavirus is making rounds through his family. Oh, really? So he. One person in the family got it because it spread it in a police uh, department or something like that that sure. they worked at. Then they got it, tested positive, and then they had brought it back home to their family. And yeah. then their family saw other family and significant others. And apparently he's just hitting everyone like a wildfire. And it's just so yeah. crazy. I think we talked about it before. Did I, I don't know. I always get confused by the stuff that we talk about and like, like even me and dad talk about. Yeah. But um, they were saying, and I, just stop me if I've, I've already talked about it. They said the flu, on average, um, one when one person has it, it gives it to an average of one point three people. I did I didn't was it? I think I had talked about this. Probably. Yeah, then, I think that's what it was. Yeah, they were giving saying the flu is like you give it you on average you give it to one person and then coronavirus on average you give it to two to three people. Yeah. So that's why that's why everyone's so fucking stressed out about it is because yeah. a there's not a vaccine and b it's more susceptible to get than the fucking than the flu. So yeah. all the people that started fucking talking about the coronavirus and saying it wasn't a big deal. Oh well, guess what? Guess what? We're one of the highest death rate. We have the highest death rate in the country. It's so weird. It's so weird to think like a month ago I was still thinking about going on a cruise because yeah. it didn't seem that bad. I was supposed to be going to Tennessee with my uh, my wife's family. 
and the whole trip got canceled. Did it get canceled? Yeah, it got canceled. We're gonna be going. I think we're gonna be going in like September, September, October, or something like that. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I didn't know it got canceled because that was one thing that was in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh fuck, like that's that's not gonna work out if you guys go. Dude, but it's just it's just interesting. And I'm going to the stores, um, and like you know, like I'm gloved up. I got a yeah. fucking ski mask on, <laughs> and then I'm like, I like it's so. There must be so many. I don't know if people are more worried about the coronavirus or people robbing their stores because I feel like there's so many people with masks that just look like they're ready to rob. Yeah, dude. I was thinking about that. Dude, I was fucking thinking about that. I went into 7-Eleven the other day because I had to get fucking cigarettes and I was like, all right, I'm just going to go out real quick. And then I masked up and then I had my hoodie on, dude. And I think a fucking like a ball cap. I think the Bruins one that I'm wearing right now, dude, I looked fucking hood as fuck. Like I was about to rob (laughs) that place. And then everyone else, no one had a fucking mask. I saw one person wearing gloves and no mask. You're a fucking idiot. But dude, I like literally, I just, I strapped up because you boys got to be fucking safety first. I ain't trying to get the coronavirus. I ain't going, I ain't fucking going down without a fight. So I fucking threw my mask on, threw my hood up, had a hat, dude. And luckily they know me there. But I feel like if it was a foreign place, they would have been like, uh, like tapping the button underneath the desk. Like, uh, uh. I don't know how, how much that really exists. Like, does that is that in every single gas station? I think, yeah, I, just, I think every single gas station has a I felt a like button. it was only a bank thing, but I didn't realize, like, like I was watching a show the other day, and they did that, and I was like, is that is that, like, a typical thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I'm, but, I'm assuming so, to be honest. Um, but I, I glove up, I, ma- I mask up, and if I don't glove up, and I don't know how, what, I don't know where, like, I'm in wrong, okay? This yeah. is what I'm trying to figure so I show up, say I have no gloves for whatever reason. I only have a mask. Sure. Okay. I grab the items that I want, and I try to keep it to one hand. Yeah. One hand, probably my right hand because I'm right-handed. <laughs> you put it down, grab my card that I have out of my wallet. Like, it's yeah. like, I don't have my wallet on me. I only have my card. Yeah. Take it out. Like, say I have it in my jacket pocket or my top or whatever pocket. Sure. Cash out. One hand only. Left hand is I'm pretty much sitting on my left hand because you, <laughs> because I'm not touching it. Do everything. Put my left. Uh, put my card away. Grab the item. Go to the car. Open it with my other hand. Now that I haven't touched anything. Put it in. Then purell my hands. And then when I get home, purell or or I even sometimes I purell the item and then I purell my card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because- I mean. It's fucking weird. Joanne and I, like, when we go out, like, a specifically when, like, she goes grocery shopping, she'll call me and be like, hey, I'm about to be there. And we take everything out, we put it on the floor, and then we yeah. wash everything before we put it yeah, away. Because, I, dude, it's just, I don't know. It's a fucking crazy world. Yeah, it was It was interesting seeing, I was at the liquor store this morning, and yeah. there's, it, it seemed like it wasn't like a fucking, like a pandemic outside. Because I literally wa- walked yeah. in and just, and no one had fucking masks, no one had anything, and I'm like, I look like the fucking weirdo. Yeah, with like, dude, it's like when it, when it like, first started, and I was looking at people, I'm like, oh man, this must be I'm fucking serious, today, dude. dude. No, I know, but it like it's now it's acting like it was at the beginning because people are fucking lifting yeah, their stay at home order. Like and now it's kind of gone back down. Exactly, to and we fuck that. But like, it's dude, the fucking virus out. numbers have plateaued. That's what fucking yeah. happened. They plateaued, but they're not going. They're not declining. Like. Dude, fucking... I think what's gonna happen is everyone's Ugh. gonna like. I feel like um, everyone's gonna get comfortable, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna.
gonna see like a little like like hops. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So everyone's gonna get super comfortable, go to the store, and then be like, all right, fuck it, I don't need to worry about anything. And then you're gonna see like little bumps in the road. Exactly. But speaking of the liquor store, one thing I kind of did research in. Okay. So, uh, I don't know if you remember this alcohol. You, you well, you do. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> um, Bacardi 151. Hey, 151 rum. So it goes back, yeah, Caribou days where yeah. we used to drink Malibu rum, pineapple juice, 151. And even so, we would like, uh, Dude, we used to get put like fucking a shot turnt. of like 151 to top the drink off because you can't really taste it. No. Like, you can't, you can't, it, it like blends in with the drink. It like, softens, like it a, softens the bite, I would say. Yeah, and you put, you put, you put a little, drink on top and it's super strong but you don't want to take it straight like uh, unless you're a psycho which <laughs> we've been a psycho before <laughs> That's what I, was so, gonna say. I i don't know i think i told you before that it got discontinued uh yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you yeah. can't get it anymore are they bringing it but back i didn't well no but i was just, okay so this this podcast is about the past present and future yeah and this is something i knew but i never researched why like they discontinued it mm -hmm. so and so in 2016, Bacardi 151 was discontinued. Worst there day of was my life. a rumor when it first happened that it was temporarily withdrawn for like rebranding, repackaging. Huh. So like the actual booze. But a lot of people believe it's because Bacardi had been sued twice in the past 10 years because innocent bystanders were torched by bartenders doing fire tricks with <laughs> 151. Because for those no, the 151 is 151 proof, which is like 75 and 75.5% alcohol, and it can light on fire. Yeah. So one notorious case, and this kind of cracked me up. I feel bad, but it's so <laughs> fucking funny. Um, there was a Manhattan woman who was watching a basketball game at the bar, and uh, <laughs> someone goes to the jukebox, and do you know what song they play? Great balls of fire. <laughs> and then at this bar, when great balls of fire is played, yeah. they pour rum across the bar at 151 and light it on fire. Sure. Well, it actually ended up turning the bottle into a flamethrower <laughs> and spraying this lady. And she ended up, she wound up with third degree burns Dude. and spent a month in a burn unit recovering. Jesus Christ. And she was one of the few, one of, well, one of the few, but it, I mean, to sue Bacardi. Yeah. Why? So, yeah, but why is that fucking Bacardi's fault? You know what else is fucking I, I flammable? Know, dude, I don't. You know what's fucking flammable, because... dude? Gasoline. You know what's fucking flammable? A million other things. Like, <laughs> you're going to sue the so, fucking product? So after they got sued a couple of times, yeah. they put a warning label letting people know that this can light on fire, just a heads up. <laughs> and they put that flame arrestor cap. Do you remember that cap that's like almost like uh, the grill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it has like little holes in it on top, like a cheese yeah, grater almost. So they were almost. required to do it even though it didn't really do much. Yeah. But they end up dis discontinuing it pretty much just to clean up their image. Jeez. So, I don't know. I, I just found it interesting. I, I, I don't know if you remember any stories about drinking 151 or anything Dude, like Dude, I think my favorite story... Well, because <laughs> I know mom and dad are watching. That's why I'm treading on uh, on thin ice. 
No, but I remember <laughs> 151 being my first shot because we were go we were throwing a party in the fucking woods. Oh, and, yeah. um, oh, what the fuck was it called? It was uh, Nine Hills. Seven Hills? Seven Hills. Seven Hills. And it was yeah. basically like next to this fucking place where dad used to fly uh, his model airplanes and stuff. And we'd yeah. go through it, dude. And we trucked like, dude, it felt like a fucking mile, dude. It was a, it was a, it was a mile. It was like <laughs> a mile. And we had like, like ping pong table, a tent. Like we were ready to fucking like party, dude. And I remember Dill was there and we were just drinking caribou Lou all night, dude. And he fucking threw up, dude. And he comes over to us and he goes, Oh no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Before you get into it, dude. What? The funny thing about that party. Okay. So like. A f- half the party wants to leave. Yeah. Like, at some point. Because there was drama where one girl slept with one girl's boyfriend and it became like a whole thing and then people were trying to defend each Boy, other. Boy, I and... didn't care, man, dude. I fucking. Yeah, it. and it was just like, this is fucking dumb, dude. So, like, and then uh, they were like, we don't know how to get back. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know how to get back because I pretty much walked everywhere. And you here. had to leave, dude. I remember you were gone for like fucking 70% of the party. You were like, oh, yeah, no, I'm no, the no, man no. on campus. I'm to... so fucking okay, cool. And right, then you're the like. Thing is, <laughs> the, 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 the thing is, is. The, the way you described that it was a mile? Yeah. It was indeed a mile. So it took 20, 30 minutes to walk yeah. the mile. Say bye to everyone. Dude. And then walk 30 minutes fuck back. Fuck man, dude. I would have left them and said, go fucking find the exit. <laughs> At some point, so I, you're going to be in someone's backyard if you keep walking. Like, so fuck that. Bill, I don't, I don't know if he had not drank like a psychopath like like i was that was uh, my granted, first night drinking yeah but granted like i think like i think at that point he he was i don't think he he was in college yet or maybe he was about to be in college i think he was about he was to be in college heavily. so we went in and i remember taking the 151 and said i need a good yeah i like it's gonna get it's getting kind of cold yeah i need a shot to warm myself up and to keep my buzz going because i'm fucking like i'm gonna be walking for an hour with nothing to do. Dude, you fucking slurped it down, man. Just slugged it. Slugged the 151. Thought it was so cool, I guess. <laughs> like, like, oh, look at this badass just chugging this bottle while everyone's like, mm, we're not going to do that. And then <laughs> Dill takes a swig and then... And then he fucking throws up in the bush, dude. In, like, some random bush while we're trying to, like, figure everything out. Dude, I was so fucking wasted. Because that was the first time I got drunk, so I remember it vividly. And, dude, that's how I knew I was going to be an alcoholic. Because I'm like, your boy can handle his liquor. Your boy can fucking send it. <laughs> like, dude, I got I love so- how this is, like, story time for just mom and dad right now. Yeah, right? Because everyone else is like, cool, your first time drinking. But no, dude, I got fucking wasted. And I remember. And Dill looks at me and goes... Dude, that was like the least bitchiest throw-up I've ever had. And I was like, <laughs> on another world, dude, just vibing, bro. <laughs> no, that was fucking awesome. Um, it's all funny because... Right. No, wait, real quick. We need to tackle the big white elephant in the room. And quite literally, I mean big white elephant because Gronk's out of retirement and he looks like a big white elephant. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I am fucking... And I... Uh, dude, I... Uh, I said this! I said it! I said it! Dude, fucking, I remember Michael posted, like, Gronk's coming out of retirement. I'm like, dude, I 
commented on it, and I, Michael, my brother-in-law, and I said, dude, so sick of the fucking back and forth. So sick of the back and forth. So apparently he had a contract with... Um, Apparently, he had a contract going into the WWE. He was going to be a wrestler. Right. And uh, there was probably a clause in there that says, if he decides to go back to football, then, you know, we'll we'll figure it out after. But he came out of the retirement just to play with none other than Tom Brady because the Patriots. So he came out of retirement and the Patriots, which is so funny because the Patriots traded him for a fourth round draft pick. I know. That means that out of thin ice, a just retired player just came back and they said, hey, we'll give you our four, the fourth round draft pick if you give us Gronk. And they fucking accepted, they dude. Know. They know the Gronk and Brady combo. And Brady's not great by himself. And Gronk isn't great by himself either. No, like, it's, not, they dude, are it's, no it's, it's not even that. You know what makes me so fucking mad about Rob? The douche Gronkowski. I'm going to bring it back full circle. He's a fucking dick. Dude. Oh, all right. The fact that how many times he has been on lo- or uh, on the TV or doing like press conferences or going on podcasts or what the fuck ever he does and stating that playing with Tom Brady sucked because even a victory wasn't a victory for them. Even if they won a yeah. game, it didn't matter because Tom Brady always wanted more and he was so he, like Rob Gronkowski literally said that he was so aggravating to fucking play with. So well, you gotta you gotta think you gotta think the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. So it's like you could complain, but mm-hmm. then you're like, fuck man, I miss those good old times where we used to win Super Bowls and have parades thrown for us and we used to play all the games and then and then but like when you're in it you're like your every little thing pisses you off. Yeah, you know no, I mean? absolutely, dude. I'm so, I'm, dude. It's fucking annoying that he literally let us on for the whole last season just to promote that he was hosting the Super Bowl at fucking his mansion or where the fuck over he hosted it. So we got our fucking hopes up, and this is the second time that people are so excited. Oh, he's coming back to play football, but he's going to play with the person that pissed him off the most. Dude, I love, I Gronkowski, love the Photoshop. Why are you being a bitch? Why are you I... such a Bitch, dude, dude. I, I, I crack up so much at the all oh, the Photoshop of the Buccaneers logo with the Patriots logo. Yeah, and they keep making fucking uh, Julian Edelman memes saying that like dude. he's watching Tom Brady and Gronkowski playing outside. People started spreading fake news about Julian Edelman yeah. going to the Buccaneers too, dude. dude and, and it literally was like. Please share this to give Patriots fans a second heart attack this week. <laughs> dude, I don't even fucking care. Take Julian Edelman, dude. Old ass motherfucker. No, I, don't I get, know, I I get even, so mad. I don't know what's going to happen. I, it, but the thing is, it's, a, it's not our conference. So, yeah. like, you can kind of watch both games, I guess. I don't know if you're... I, I, it seems like your household, you might be watching both games. Yeah, right? Joanna. Joanna's a Tom Brady fan through and through. So, at least at uh, our house, we're going to be probably watching the Buccaneers and the Patriots now, which I don't feel like watching the Patriots anymore because uh, we're garbage. But dude, I know it's gonna be so <laughs> weird to watch it because like, like I be again, I became a fan of football this past season. Yeah. So it's like, am I even gonna watch the Pats anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, I, I don't. I mean, I'm going to because like, now that I have like a love for football, I need to watch the Pats. Like. I, I need to be there for them, you know? <laughs> like, I gotta yeah. still be a Pats fan, and I can watch Tom Brady in the background or what the fuck ever, but, like, I need to be there for them because that's just what a fan does, dude. And now that I like football, I just gotta be a Patriots yeah, fan. Yeah, you didn't... So. Do you know when you made the shift to liking football? Well, let me finish up real quick. Uh, 
fucking we'll get back to it in just a second so uh yeah dude he's he literally talked about how fucking so it wasn't good. rewarding to to work with tom brady he's been so fucking back and forth this dude has gotten nine surgeries he's claimed to have 20 concussions and he's blocked out five times while playing with the patriots <laughs> so is it gonna blow up in his face fucking probably <laughs> but uh, I also learned that Gronk isn't the only person to be coming back out of retirement. There's a person by the name of Percy Harvin. Fucking football fan here. Percy Harvin. I don't know. Percy Harvin. <laughs> but he's uh, retired twice and now he's coming back. And I think it's because Gronk came out of retirement. And he's like, oh, fuck, man. I need to come out of retirement too. Um but yeah, he was he, he was a wide receiver, wide receiver who played for the Bills wide back receiver. in two wide receiver who played back for the Bills in 2017. And there's also talk in football news because this is a football podcast, even though it's not. But I somewhat know what I'm talking about. Is yeah. uh, Antonio Brown? They are saying that he's going to uh, possibly come back into the league with the Ravens. I thought he was talking about going to the Buccaneers. No, he was talking about... Well, he talked about going to the Buccaneers as soon as fucking uh, Tom Brady went there, but Lamar Jackson is pushing for him to go with the fucking Ravens to make their Lamar team stronger. Jackson? I think it's Lamar Jackson who's uh, who's going to be on the cover of Madden 21. Oh, probably, dude. He got the MVP of the season. I would yeah, assume so. so. They're, they're, yeah, I just read it. I think they just posted on twitter like that that he was going to be on the cover i don't know what the fuck just fell but something fell um but yeah no yeah he's fucking nasty dude uh what yeah, was it do you, do you know, uh, just to just to go back to what we were talking about do you know when you started being into football because i remember probably you when i met joanna Bruins. yeah yeah because i was a huge fucking bruins fan and joanna was too but when we started dating we exclusively watched football and she was out uh she was tired of watching hockey so i fell out of it because she fell out of it and then we both yeah. just started watching well, it's uh, hard to be sometimes it's it's more fun to be excited about something with someone you know what i mean yeah no absolutely but i i mean i still try to like the season the was it last season already that the bruins made it to the stanley cup or was that a couple of seasons ago I don't fucking know they lost when the, we butchered it the, all yeah they lost to the blues i think it was last season yeah but yeah. uh no, yeah, I fucking started watching it with her, and then I don't really watch hockey anymore. <clears throat> Still, it's yeah, Joanna's we, we, fault. I think I think I only enjoyed football because you were excited about football. I think it's yeah. I think it's because of you. So I guess technically Joanna's the reason why I love football. <laughs> fucking Joanna, <laughs> huh? <laughs> but yeah, I've I've I don't know what it was before. Like I was a big fan, but like I just be I was just a Super Bowl fan, and then I was a Patriots fan, and now I'm just like a everything fan. Dude, it's so funny because I remember you used to watch football with Dad when the Super Bowl came around and like playoffs and stuff. So you used to watch. Oh yeah, with Dad. you used to be like fuck. Dad, and I used to fuck be like football. fuck football. I don't want anything to do with it. No yeah. Super Bowl. I'm going to my room and playing Diablo. Fuck this. Yeah, dude. Or if I did, I was watching the commercials with Mom, which is funny. Yeah. Because I was literally the woman of the family, like. <laughs> me and mom like she had a daughter because i was such a woman and i wanted to watch the commercials <laughs> only <laughs> but yeah i don't know dude it's fucking heather's saying that i should be a montreal canadians fan yeah should be all right i'm not a fucking traitor i will never be a canadians fan i am loyal to my bees dude, i respect my homeland to... huh 
Dude, we have to go see a CFL game, dude. The Canadian football game, dude. It's so fucking weird. You'll dude, fucking throw it. It's like I, it's I like watching football. But... It's like watching like a football and rugby game like mixed together and like being like, all right, I guess this is football here. <laughs> and it's all played in like college stadiums. You know why? They don't have dedicated football stadiums. Because fucking Canada is like twenty years back, dude. They don't know what the fuck is it's going like a on. Knock off America. Not Sorry, even, dude. It's like a knockoff fucking. <laughs> It's like a knockoff Switzerland. Like, <laughs> like, dude, they still had fucking payphones the last time I went there. Dude, they literally still had telephone booths the last time I went to Canada, bro. Like, they're just so fucking far back. I don't know what it is. Like, technology and everything. And mom's always said that. Like, Canada is, like, just 20 years back. That's, like, dude, that's why she couldn't get the fucking test with me. Wait. Yeah, she couldn't get the test with me to figure out, you know how you get the test to see if your child's special needs or if there's anything like mental illness or anything happening? Yeah. She got that test with you and uh, <laughs> she got that test with you because you were born in America. Our family yeah. went back into Canada and she couldn't do it with me. And that's why well, I am the like way that. I am because mom would have aborted me if she knew that I was going to turn out <laughs> like this. That's just, that's the way it is. No! <laughs> My mom would have fucking aborted me. I ain't even worried about it. I would it. too. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's, just, it, it's interesting. I think the internet kind of like brought like most of the world up to speed, but like it's definitely, it's, you could see, you could see which countries are innovators and which countries are like following the trends. Us that in China. happens in a lot of places. Like you could, you could literally... Like you could learn about anything all over the world, except for like places like um like Korea or whatever. Yeah. Where like you're kind of limited to your knowledge, but like it's literally like you gotta specify North Korea, North North Korea. North Korea yeah. Like everywhere else, you're able to access all of the internet, so you're able to just kind of research anything that you don't know on. And there's so many people and doctors like sharing their findings, so you're able to kind of expedite a lot of things. While before, back in the day, you'd have to wait till books get published and mm -hmm. like articles would get published and means by phone calls i guess so, jesus it's just yeah. interesting to see the whole world develop like you know in the same like at the same speed now now that the internet kind of interconnects everyone oh yeah absolutely um i think we might be good to go on break if you want to take a quick it's three minute you need some alcohol <laughs> yes sir all right so your boy's gonna start the snaz countdown and we'll yeah. be right don't don't forget to mute me baby Back! And we are back! Whoa! What a wake-up call! Sorry, I kind of gave you the uh, <laughs> 10 seconds a little late. <laughs> you literally texted me and go, 10 seconds. Well, I, I didn't have time. <laughs> like, oh. And they're like, your boy, your boy went out to get some... Back, this storm between two brothers <laughs> where we are two brothers and we are torn. We are torn between. We should have thought of the name when we started this because we're never really torn on subjects. I feel like we agree most of the time. Agreed between two <laughs> brothers. Agreed between two brothers. <laughs> two brothers that talk about the exact same thing in the exact same way and agree <laughs> upon things. Dude. Um, so I have, I don't even know, dude. I have weird news. I have a not a clue this week. I have okay. a not a clue this week, dude. Yeah, We're going to get back into it, dude. And you didn't even fucking do a PS announcement, which I'm mad at you for. A PSA announcement, which I'm mad at you for. I'm. You can't yell at me like an hour into the podcast. I'm going to yell at you an hour into the podcast. Not a clue. Hey, 
so not a clue is a segment we're doing it this week um so basically i pull uh mostly movies i will give justin the correct name for the movie and the year it was made and either i give him a true or false description of that movie and justin has to guess if i'm lying or not and I've learned that this segment is literally just a big psychology bullshit game. And it's even worse because now I can't even read his body language to know if he's a liar. I mean, you kind of can. You can see me. Um, <laughs> so this one's called Not Without My Daughter. And it was made. <laughs> and it was made. <laughs> not, with, not without not my daughter. Not without my daughter? Not without my daughter. That's not so without funny. my I thought, daughter. I thought you just said it wrong because it sounds like not with my daughter. <laughs> not without my daughter. And it was made in 1991. And I will put the card up to my face so I can read it. Um, a family of three with an unmarried daughter cannot be easy. And the father wants her out. Every day he goes out and offers cash in exchange for a marriage with his daughter. The mother gets upset as she views it as an arranged marriage. And the police end up arresting the father because they see it as prostitution. What can this family do to get their daughter out of their house and married? Wait, wait. Can you repeat, like, so what is it that- card. <laughs> huh? The dad- The dad- uh, It's not that one. The dad goes out- I, I remember. It's good. Uh, the dad goes out and tries to uh, uh, offer cash in exchange uh, for his daughter's hand for, in marriage. For his daughter's hand in marriage. Now, do you know anything about the movie or just a description? No, I don't know anything about the movie. Just a description. <laughs> You're such a dick, dude. That doesn't even make sense, dude. You you looked up the movie. You read the synopsis. You wrote a real or fake synopsis, but you must have seen at least the cover art. No. Are they like an Indian family? No. Are they a white family? I don't know. I didn't see the cover art. <laughs> <laughs> Are they a mixed family? Uh, that, I... that changes it all. If it's a black family, not true. <laughs> because uh... that movie wouldn't exist. Just, I feel like, like the only people that would offer up their daughters in marriage Indian, I think, or old and white I, and rich. I think it was an I, I Iranian family. If I'm not mistaken, you're I believe dick, it was dude. Iranian. Such a dick. I know that's not true. I know you're just saying Iranian because you know that. No, like, no, I promise. That's kind of Indian. No, I promise because the the cover art was there, but I it promise, didn't show dude, much. That promising doesn't mean shit. <laughs> It was an Iranian so, okay. family. All right, you're going to tell me. You you go, you someone, like the police wants to come in and interrogate you on a lie detector, and you're telling lies and truths, and you, you're like, <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. To the best of my knowledge, <laughs> it was an Iranian family, and the, the, the dad. No, so if you were hooked up to a lie detector. Yeah. You would, be, you would, that, that would be true. To the best of your knowledge, it's Iranian. Yes. 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 <laughs> Iranian family. I'm going to say, you know what? You know what's fucked is like most of your movies 
are, are they, you're, they're just true because you're too lazy to write a thing. Okay. But then maybe you got to this episode and said, you know what? I haven't lied during this segment in like 10 episodes. So okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's a lie. It's a lie. Hey. Yes. <laughs> yes. What's the real movie? Uh, I don't know. I think it was like an Iranian family was the trying to get out of like the middle of a war and they were stopping the mother from bringing her daughter That's like so across so territory Iran- lines. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was either Iraq, Iran, or Afghanistan or somewhere around there. Some Something Middle East. Yeah, something Middle Eastern. Nice Do we still have problems with the Middle East? Are we, <laughs> did the coronavirus just shut down all of our problems with every other country? <laughs> dude, I fucking hope so, man. Like, I'm sick like, and tired of it, dude. With so many people and everyone's... Did you hear about... Um, I, I forget. I don't know which one it is. The the North Korea, the sun. Kim Jong-un? Is that who it, it, it is? Sure. Fuck it. Or Kim ill? Jong, it's either Kim Jong-un or ill. One's dead and it's one's alive. What, we're in the podcast where we just don't even look at our phones to double check anything. So it's going to be, it's the sun, obviously. But he's being tested right now um, for coronavirus. And he's like, he's hospitalized because he's worried that like, or or he's he's not doing well. And they said that like, it's he's been hospitalized with a lot of issues recently because He's overweight. He's a smoker, but that's like North Korea culture. Like sure. every North Korean portrayed in every single movie, it's someone smoking a cigarette. Yeah. So, um, but uh, they were saying, and I, I didn't realize that just because I don't know any knowledge outside of like our country, but uh, Kim Jong Il, we didn't know about his death until they told their country. Oh, so no way, yeah. we found out about their him dying a few days afterwards with the rest with North Korea. So North Korea wasn't really disclosed that information. And because of how secluded they are with their news network and, and how everything is done, they, they don't, they only learn about stuff when the government allows them to learn about stuff. And then they start talking about it. And then we find out, you know, everywhere else in the world. So it actually took us a couple of days to find out that he had actually passed away, which that's what people are talking about with um, his son, who's, yeah. who's a leader now. It's like he's being tested, but we don't know the severity because they're not going to disclose the severity until they have to disclose their own country because they're a communist country. Yeah. Communist? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I would say communist is the right word. Yeah. Dude, you know what's fucking cracking me up, dude? So we had this uh, – we had a couple comments on uh, our channel from this dude – and the funniest fucking thing, dude, is this dude is commenting on our live. How do people watch this cringe content while he's <laughs> watching our cringe content? Welcome to the Soy Boy family, dude. Welcome to the Soy Welcome, Boy nation. Dude, fucking shout out to Mo Johnson, our first podcast <laughs> hater. Uh, welcome to the Soy Boy family. Welcome. We'll be sending you a Soy Boy t-shirt in accommodation <laughs> to being our first official YouTube random hater. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to get into, and I, I know it's probably going to deter a lot of people that are watching the podcast, but I don't fucking care. Yeah, sure. Um, there's a lot of... Well, actually, I'm going to go into one news, and it's going to kind of overlap into another. Yeah, go So ahead. I did a couple of video game news this week, um, just because, like, 
one thing about being in quarantine is like I've just been trying to game or trying to escape a little bit from yeah. everything. You're very limited to what you're able to do in under your own household. And um, one thing that I don't know why the fuck it's happening, and it, it's so perfect. It's such a perfect combo, but for the wrong reasons. Travis Scott is going to be in Fortnite. I know. I saw that, dude. Travis I Scott Ugh. is doing five shows in Fortnite. <laughs> one tomorrow, which is in the Americas. One in Europe on Friday. And then three in Saturday where he does one in Europe, one in Asia, and one in the Americas. And he's debuting a new song exclusive to Fortnite called <laughs> Astronomical. <laughs> He has his own costume. Like, you can literally be Travis Scott in Fortnite right now. Oh, Like, full-blown Travis Scott, shirtless Travis Scott with all of his tattoos. Yeah. And um, it's going to be hosted on an island north of Sweaty Sands, uh, which is the grossest fucking area, like, to be named. Yeah. And then uh, he also has Sicko World, the booms, 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 like that, like, drop. And it's just him doing his typical headbang when he does when he performs dude travis scott is in fortnite dude i don't know what this world is about dude i literally the thing about fortnite that like is just so who the fuck still plays fortnite besides like 12 year olds and ninja yeah tell me who i think i don't even know ninja plays it anymore i think ninja plays like call of duty now or valorant oh yeah true because valorant's out now yeah i don't know dude i do i fucking I can't stand Fortnite anymore. And I get, like, they're smart at cross-promoting. They really are. Yeah. Like, doing, like, shows and stuff like that. Like, it's probably the first um, video game that's really gotten into that, I think, right? It has to be. Yeah. The first, like, very interactive video game where you can go and do things as if you were in real life, in real well, time, but in the video what, game. We talked about this before. That's the thing that drew us is because you would see – things slowly changing in the environment and the map yep. that ma- would make you excited to tune to in playing. every single day to see the fucking trucks move because they would have a small update week by week and now they 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 now the seasons were lasting three four months and now that like things weren't changing as astronomically pun intended um <laughs> and uh but it's just interesting and, but i think travis scott is a perfect person to be in it because they're both very popular things that are dying yeah literally dude like, <laughs> like they're both dying out like i don't people don't really talk about travis scott anymore especially um he was the one that was dating kylie yeah one of the kardashians yeah. and not to mention the fact right, that he was so now that they're not together he's not popular anymore so exactly yeah and that is astral world um dude, like travis scott is a Fortnite of music right now like <laughs> literally like that's what it is or fortnite's a travis scott at fucking video games yeah that makes that makes perfect fucking sense and yeah and that's why i think it's a beautiful marriage between the two because it's 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 nothing it's hopefully it makes them both popular again i i don't know i see rip fortnite on twitter every fucking day trending so I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna do anything but with that said um i mentioned something that just kind of sparked um what something else i wanted to talk about i just want to talk about video game news in general and we'll just fucking cap it all off and go back to you but yeah valorant is the biggest fucking new game trend in everything is it really currently beta 
Have you seen it? Yeah, uh, one of the the guy that sold me the Elgato. Um, oh yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, so he streams, and I've watched a little bit of Valorant. It's pretty much like COD, isn't it? It's it, no, it's more like Counter Strike mixed with Overwatch. Mm. Yeah, because so it has like fantastical different... features to it, but it's still like a like a running gun kind of game, right? Kind of, it's like Counter Strike. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you do like a, it seems like there's a five v five. You pick your heroes or whatever, and you shoot. And, like, most of the things I see, I don't know how the game is actually played because I usually just see, like, streamers, like, knocking out a whole team. But it seems like, like, you know when you're arming a bomb and stuff like that and you have 5v5, you want one life, and then you can see the elimination? Um, literally, that's what it is. But the thing that's interesting about the beta that's out right now or the alpha, I don't know what, what, what it's considered right now. I think it's the beta is, still, yeah. You have to watch a minimum of two hours of Valorant on stream to be eligible to be randomly sent a stream key of Valorant. So you can't, you can't, you can't download it right now. You have to watch two hours and then your people are randomly being given keys to be able to play the game. So it's like kind of an exclusive club. That's of so like fucking people that are weird. Playing. So they gave it to all these major streamers. And yeah. Said, hey, obviously streamer game. This is going to be the next Fortnite. This is going to be the next call of duty. Yeah. Trust me. Gave it to all your friends. Everyone wants to do it. And then everyone streams it, and then they're going, uh, they're, they're, say, there's 100,000 people that are watching, you know, like people play for at least two hours. Sure. And they're just randomly sending keys and stuff like that. So I know a lot of people that have been just wa leaving stream on in the background, like a, like a Twitch or whatever, just to be sent over a key for the game. But I've, I don't think I've ever seen a marketing, for, like that kind of like marketing yeah and then see it excel as much as it has because it's yeah just, that is it's, fucking weird i wonder i wonder if they're gonna have it so that you have to stream the game as well or no no you just have, no, to you just watch have the it. game gotcha you just have to watch it and i think there's it puts a lot more eyes on the game yeah and you can you you're seeing a trend right now where a lot of games are in beta yeah and then it's almost like developers aren't being held responsible for putting out complete games but mm -hmm. i in this other standpoint you look at all these developers and even artists and whatever like are all <clears throat> they're all um what the fuck was i gonna say they're like it's it takes a fucking long time to put out a polished product yeah so it's like it's like you might have a game that's playable 95 percent. you just need the last percent you want to get in people's hands because you're excited about it and then it's and then you got to think too when a game's at 95 percent, it's it's trying to create a new trend while still following the trends mm -hmm. so like so there's a lot of games that wanted to follow the battle royale or even like the league of legends format and then go hey like we gotta make this game right now this is the most popular we're gonna put a new twist on it we're gonna put it out and even though it's not a hundred percent let's still put it out in beta form people will still fucking play it because that's a new trend yeah. people are gonna be excited about a new call of duty battle royale or uh you know like a, well it's like it's like like a, like a counter-strike-esque game because counter-strike actually just became uh the most viewed game with 1.3 million concurrent viewers and i'm sure it's dropped do you know why because you just transitioned into my topic <laughs> why <laughs> Why is that? Why is that even a good transition? That's a terrible transition. You know why? Because CS:GO. All right, no real talk though. So Valve, who makes Team Fortress 2 and Counter-Strike Go, yeah, just had someone leak their source codes 
on 4chan. Oh yeah, I saw that. So now that hackers are able to get into your account and your computer, and so far people have seen uh, sudden aimbotting, so they just went into their account and programmed aimbotting into theirs, <laughs> and then they weren't <laughs> able to stop, which means that if you get caught, they ban your account. They got alerts and messages. I saw one that it was so funny, but it was so vulgar. I didn't want to say it in the podcast because it had like a bunch of fucking um, like <laughs> racial and bombs. homophobic yeah. slurs and stuff like that. But yeah. it was just like this rant and then it would say like owned by hacker or whatever it was. And it was giving com- computer viruses and bugs and it was actually wiping out people's entire systems, their entire Jesus computers. Christ, dude. So I'm sure, so they said that no one should be playing CSGO or Team Fortress 2 until Valve gives you the okay, and the hacker, not as caught, but they get the hacker out of their system. That's so crazy, because like, like I just said, recently they just hit like the highest like player count ever, or viewer yep. count for like, for, for streaming. Mm-hmm. So it's like, literally like, it's, it's the perfect timing for the source code to be leaked. Literally, like, while they're on top. Dude, what yeah. if it's the fucking people from from uh from the other game? Val, what is it? Valorant. Valorant. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, someone in Valorant just fucking hacked the source codes for CS:GO, so their numbers could tank and Dude, they could go up. Dude, everyone's playing that game. I I can't. I literally like. I'll, there's like two hundred fifty thousand people watching Valorant right now. Yeah. Dude, at it's, least I don't. I that's during the day. I don't know what it is right now in prime time. That's also what I wanted to say. Uh, let me uh, what? Fucking. That's also what I wanted to say is that. Like, when you're in beta and you're releasing a game, it's almost like, dude, I can explain it from, like, TikTok algorithm, is that you want to get your content out there as, uh, like, as relatively fast as possible while it will still be relatable. So if you have an estimated, you have three more years to complete the game, and you can put it out on beta now, and it's going to be relevant to the gaming community, then you might as well fucking do it, right? Yeah. So put it out on beta, make sure that it's in the eyes of the viewers, the eyes of your audience, the people you're marketing towards, and then keep working and then on the do game. The upkeep. Exactly. Exactly. So it's fucking yeah. smart. I don't know. I like that shit. I don't shit. know. I, I don't care for it. I mean, I think it's just because it's 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 a fucking old man. And by the way, I just looked it up. It's 500,000 people watching it right now. Oh, no I, way, I, huh? I think it's, the old, it's the old man in me that's like, Games need to be put out 100%. Yeah. No more DLC or paid DLC. Like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Because, like, it's gotten to the point where, like, like it's become the... No- like, before, there used to be a point where every game came out 100%. Yeah. And then you would just have patch, patches and patch notes. You know what I mean? Like, of, like, just minor bugs and tweaks. And it's like... You, you've learned, like, like it became, like there's a couple games that were coming out and there was DLC and then you would get pissed at that yeah. company for promoting paid content. It's like, no, you should have included it with the original game. Mm-hmm. And then now it seems like it's kind of reversed where that's the norm now. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the exception to the rule is the people that put out these full value games. It's because people fucking want money. That's literally yeah. all it is, dude. Is people no, like, we don't, we're not in an outcry anymore. 
No, because people are just, they're getting used to it, dude. All the new gamers and kids, they're growing up not knowing what full games are put out. That's why those kind of yeah. games are dying, dude. That's why, like, yeah. Borderlands 3 didn't do so fucking hot because it's a full game. And then you can you can pay little parts to be able to do more. But, like, those full yeah. campaign games, they're not being made as much because they're not succeeding. Everyone's just saying, oh, I want to play the new COD and buy a battle pass every fucking three months and spend, you know, 60 bucks for the game, and then every month I'm dishing out $10, $15, and then, oh, well, look at that, I can buy fucking uh, apparel for my character and little fucking trinkets for my guns for a dollar, $2, and it's a yeah, growing market. Yeah, which is much less than a full game because this game I'm getting for free. Exactly. But I think what happens is there's, there's like a spectrum, okay? Yeah. So there's a spectrum of games that are free with a bunch of DLC that you can buy and customize to whatever you want your game style to be and gameplay to be. Which, that's fine. And then there's full-fledged yeah. story games like The Last of Us mm -hmm. that totally, like, brings you into a thing. But all the games in the middle, like, like for instance, like, I'm playing Doom Eternal, okay? Yeah. And I, and I want to kind of transition this to asking, like, what games you're playing recently. Sure. But Doom Eternal is... It's not it's not a free game where you customize in as DLC. It's more on the story end. Mm -hmm. But because the story isn't as monumental as The Last of Us, it's not going to be known or popular as these big games. Yeah. Like it's going to do really well and it's going to be like a 8 9 out of 10, but it's like people either want these monumental stories or these games you can jump in and just do 15 minute games. Because a lot of times the reason I play Call of Duty like Battle Royale or Fortnite Battle Royale is because I want to be in and out of a game. So yeah. that way if dinner is going to be ready in 30 minutes, I can cram two games and be done. Yeah. While if I'm playing The Last of Us or a game similar in vain to it, I have to, or like Red Dead Redemption was one of those games I had a tough time really diving into because you have to invest 80 100 hours into a game yeah and a lot of times you don't 15 minutes isn't enough to immerse yourself no. so all, by the time you're ready to immerse yourself you have to pull yourself out because it's, it's like, like a good right, book 15, you don't want to just fucking minutes. read for 15 minutes and put the book down you know it's an adventure yeah. that you're going and then, on and then try to you, you spend the first five minutes recapping and trying to remember mm -hmm. like what what happened so you're you're in it and you're like oh yeah that's where i left off because it might have been a week yeah so, and then because you're you're thinking all right, the only time I'm going to be able to invest a good hour or two is at this point. And then it's like, now I have to remember what happened two weeks ago when I played this game or booted this game up last. Yeah. And then half the time you go to boot up the game two weeks later, because that's finally that you've made the time for it and you've got a two hour fucking update to do. Mm -hmm. So you end up playing the fucking other game that takes 15 minutes to play around because that game is already updated. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I, I figured I'd, Get your input and and see what kind of games you're playing um, right now while you're stuck in quarantine. <laughs> uh, so I was playing uh, Fantasy Star Online, uh, the the one that just came to America, and then no one played with me. So I hopped off of that train, and then you got me a okay, gift card. Okay, not no one played with you. You just play at stupid times. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And then you got me a gift card, so I bought Borderlands 3 because you said you would play with me, but you also haven't played with me. And then I also bought Destiny because Moses said you he was going to play with me. You only downloaded it a week ago! And then Moses said to play De he would play Destiny if I would hop on. So I've just been playing by myself those three games back and forth. Dude, and I, I don't know, man. I See, here's the thing about fucking 
the 15 minute games and shit like that, like that pisses me off is that I've fallen out of battle Royale and I, I had a conversation with Rob. I think I called him yesterday and we were talking about it. I said, I get so fucking pissed at those games because nothing is really rewarding. Once you, you play That's the true. game That's and true. at first you get this, this feeling of adrenaline rush, adrenaline yeah. rush and euphoria yeah. and you're totally fucking, um, Mo says you never hopped on destiny. Yes, I did hopped on twice. Fuck you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so um, the, I don't know. You get a sense of like an adrenaline rush and euphoria. And then like, it's like, oh, nothing can top it. And I want to keep going so I can be the best at a certain game and what the fuck ever. But what pisses me off is that what it's – dude, it's like a fucking – it's like a drug. Like it's literally like a fucking drug, dude, because yeah. you fucking play and then you're still trying to chase that high – but you're you're minimally gonna get it right so then you're like let down back and forth back and forth like i get the point that like it's like going to a grocery store yeah going to a grocery store okay okay what yeah most makes such a valid point you play at like one two o'clock in the morning when we both have jobs i play from like 10 at night until like two in the morning yeah, yeah, which is, is not reasonable for someone that gets up at five, six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, so fucking, I, it's like going into Sorry the grocery if it store. Sorry like I was like pulled out. So I lost service for a second. Yeah. And my whole computer froze and told me my internet was unstable. So I just had to like reach out and be like, hey, like, are you streaming Netflix right now? Because I, I just got locked out for a couple minutes. Oh, you're good. Which is the best fucking thing about being coronavirus <laughs> season. But no, fucking, uh, to complete my thoughts, like going into a grocery store, you're, you want a soda, right? And yeah. you might as well go get a fucking two liter because they're cheaper. It's going to be a dollar for a fucking, you know, a, I don't know what a price for a fucking two liter is. I don't drink soda anymore. But say it's a dollar. But up front, like when you're about to cash out, there's the sodas there that are $1.89 for a small one. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's at your convenience. You're going to grab that one because it's smaller, it's easier to carry, and it's just right in front of you and you don't have I'm, to walk I'm down. I'm pissed that you're making a grocery store fucking metaphor for your gaming. Dude, literally, that's what it is. Like, You want, I, you want a fucking grocery store metaphor me? How about <laughs> this? Sometimes you want to do a full fucking grocery of the entire store and get the, your breads and your milks and your desserts and your oranges. Yeah. But sometimes, Brandon, you only need to go get dinner for the evening. And you just need to pick up your steak tips and potatoes and leave. But and you know the lot. You, no, I know. But you know the logistics behind it is that you're gonna be happier that you did the grocery, your whole groceries, and you don't have to go. But maybe out. you're just missing a couple of items. Maybe you don't need a full groceries because you're full. But your you're at the grocery store, so you your might as well. No, you, no, no, because. Say I already bought two hundred dollars of groceries, yeah. and then a couple days later, you're really in the mood for something, so you just want to pop in, pop out for fucking two, three items. But that's your, your you fault for do not, it, that's and your then fault. you get what you need. That's your fault for not that's getting in the first place, dude. Twenty in NHL nineteen because I literally just wanted to play a couple games, and now I'm satisfied. <laughs> but you spent sixty dollars um, for these games. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep going in video game news. I don't give a shit if it fucking pushes everyone out because the people watching right now our video game nerds and the one thing that's cool and i want to talk about it with you because it was an idea i had brewing in my brain and okay. maybe it'd be something you'd be interested in along with uh moses who's in our comments right now so right uh so one thing 
I'm sure a lot of you guys know because we talk about it every podcast, but we used to stream video games. And one of the things that just recently happened is Mario Maker 2 got their final update. And the cool thing about their final update, including like they released, do you remember Super Mario Brothers 2, the gross one? Where you could like walk on the enemies and pick them up and throw them and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, 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 of course. So, and then they released a frog suit that's in the third one where you're able to swim better. Yeah. Uh, they released Koopalings. They released different items. They released a bullet bill that allows you to propel horizontally, almost like a Celeste dash move and stuff like yeah. that. But the big, 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 big announcement is they released a world maker. So now you can create a full Mario game spanned across eight different worlds with like the, you know, in Super Mario World, where you can go from like level to level and it unlocks and opens up as you go. Yeah, through. sure. You can build the same thing, eight different environments, five worlds per each for a total of 40 levels. Jesus Christ, dude. And I don't know if it's something you would like to do, but in the future, I don't know how we're transitioning this podcast. Yeah. But like whether to include gaming or not, but I think it'd be interesting if I built an entire super mario maker world and had you blind run it blind run it dude it would take me like 17 hours i suck at mario i have always sucked at mario i will never be good at mario and not to mention i see here's the thing you have like a a super like nostalgia factor when it comes to mario because like you grew up with mario but like yeah i grew up with donkey kong country so like when you were playing mario like right after you had stopped playing mario then we transitioned yeah. to donkey kong country so i never got into mario i was never huge with it i think i had like one game on my game boy advance and then played yeah. mario maker with you and that was it dude i suck at the fucking game <laughs> that's why i'm gonna give it to you i'm gonna be like here you go beat this whole world <laughs> dude fuck that fuck that um dude so fucking real quick you know drake's 2c slide yeah did i tell you that no i don't think we talked about this yet so apparently uh charlemagne the god had a problem on his breakfast club with their it was either a podcast or it was on the breakfast club but apparently he has a problem with uh the it's not the breakfast slide. club because charlemagne's by himself now Oh, okay. oh, I think Charlamagne has a bunch of e- issues with Angela Yee and uh, academics now. Oh, really? No way. I, I think there's a whole, a... like, drama with that or whatever. Oh, shit. So he Where was... everyone was kind of, like, bothered by him. And then academics is doing his weird thing on fucking Instagram, which pisses me off. He just, like, shares fucking stories. Oh, I don't give a shit about any small, of them, small, dude. Small little tidbit, 6ix9ine's profile picture on Instagram right now is 6ix9ine as a rat because he's in, he's he's in grabbing the meme of him being a snitch and building on it and to the point where he was in Tory Lane's Instagram live and said, let me play my new song on your quarantine radio or I'll snitch on you. Yeah. I saw yeah. that dude, but dude, Charlemagne the God, I don't know, dude, I fucking hate that guy. That guy's a yeah. fucking prick. He's a cuck. Dude. Yeah, dude. He is a fucking cuck, dude. He's a fucking incel. But yeah, so he had a problem with Drake's two C slide saying that it's beneath him to make a dance instruction song, which is just fucking <laughs> I don't know, dude, I'll finish it and then I'll fucking say my thoughts. Low-key accurate. Yeah, low-key accurate, but, like, still, dude, like, if you can still, if, if you're one of the biggest rappers in the world, and, no, let me try to get through this and then I'll fucking say my thoughts on it. So he said, when you're the biggest artist in the world, I don't like to see you chasing trends. 
And then he said he related to- What trends is he chasing? Just wait, dude. And then he said, it's all these TikTok dances. He's chasing, uh, he, he's not organic and uh, he's chasing trends. And Charlemagne the God said he just doesn't respect it, dude. And I, I literally had the same thought. I said, what trends is, is he trace is he chasing? Like, yeah, dance instruction- Well, I mean, I guess like the- um. Gonna do you two step in the cowboy boogie. Yeah, bah, but bah. one of those songs comes out maybe like once every two years. Yeah. Now that yeah. TikTok's more prevalent, people are obviously with like the help of like Charlie D'Amelio and stuff like that. I more is him paying homage to Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But yeah, he's, dude, I don't know, man. I don't think he's chasing a trend. I think he's like, besides that song you just mentioned, I haven't heard a song like that that's like a dance instruction yeah. song in forever. Like I, when I think of dance instruction songs, I think of uh, the cha-cha oh, like -cha slide. Home, like yeah, like a full one. Like let me walk you through the entire song. Exactly, dude. And it's like not let me let me describe the moonwalk in like two sentences. Yeah, and how do you not chase? Like chasing trends is pretty much in like the background. Not like when you're thinking how of a song. How do you think Drake got famous? Exactly, dude. Jay, Drake got famous from chasing trends. Mm -hmm. He got he's gotten so many popular artists that he put on their song, or he takes their like their style or their environment. I mean, look at the whole thing with XXX, where XXX was pissed because he literally stole his flow for one of his songs on his Scorpion album. Yeah, and then you get a bunch of other people that like are like pissing him because he literally was taking like like the um. What was the fucking uh, hotline bling? He literally yeah. stole like a similar style to another song. Mm -hmm. But the, again, the thing you don't get is a lot of songs are six months in the making. So like yeah. it's like like they're ahead of their time. It, 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 uh, most of the time when you think they're chasing trends is because no, the whole trend of music is headed in one direction. And you're and just all the artists are looking ahead. Yeah, they're really just looking like. If everyone is looking 100 feet ahead of you and planning for 100 feet ahead of you, mm -hmm. everyone's going to do the fucking same thing 100 feet ahead of you. Yeah. You know, it's not everyone's copying each other. It's everyone's looking ahead and going, I, I need to do certain songs that are going to be popular on TikTok because the way to get songs more play value is by adding lyrics that are, are, are going to catch people's ears and make people do stuff. Exactly. And then I need to do this. I need to do that. But everyone's planning the same way. So when you get there, it looks like everyone's doing the same thing, but because everyone's forecasting the same way. Yeah, they're saying like, oh, okay. If you see a what? fucking, if you see a fucking rainstorm, if you see clouds coming, you're gonna prepare for rain. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're copying the person next to you preparing for rain as well. It's because everyone's preparing for rain because they saw the fucking. Clouds. So I can't have a grocery store analogy, but you can have a weather analogy. I don't understand Dude, how this works. My weather analogy was so much better than. Well, you know when you go to the grocery store and there's a dollar eighty nine for you know. <laughs> uh, a half a liter bottle, but a two liter bottle is a dollar. Dude, this is what I'm gonna do to you, bro. I'm literally gonna fucking end you. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do, bro. No. Okay. But... So you're gonna yell at me for a weather metaphor while you're yeah. gonna fucking do a fuck yeah, dude. If you're gonna hate a battler, fucking shirt battle. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna put the fry to your end and you'll be a friend. <laughs> Gross, dude. Is this why you quit hip hop? No, I'm yeah, just kidding. Because I hate those fucking, I hate rapping. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's the thing is that like everyone's, everyone's looking forward and they're all trying to have the same goal is to cater to an audience, cater to a market. So they're all gonna have similar styles or whatever it is. But to say like, oh, you're chasing the trend and a dance instruction video is beneath you 
when looking that TikTok is one of the biggest influences for music right now. And what do people do for TikTok? They dance to the music. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's literally like it's so fucking prevalent that <clears throat> now that TikTok's getting big and they're deciding the direction of music mostly, that he would hop on a truck. If anything, I understand it being lazy because it's like it's lazy to describe a dance rather than to have it organically happen. You know what I mean? I guess so to a certain extent, but <clears throat> I don't think it's that lazy. I think you're putting more work into it because yeah. you have to you have to alter your music to cater towards I'm surprised he did a dedication that. to Michael Jackson when half of the people on TikTok don't know who Michael Jackson is. Yeah, that's fucking weird, huh, dude? Fucking Gen Z just being like, "Who's Michael Jackson?" <laughs> Well, it's so true because you, you, I mean, like, I guess he's a legend. So all the people like whose parents are like, oh, Michael Jackson was a jam. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird to think that like the only way people are going to learn about new music is from like mom and dad playing fucking Beatles in their fucking garage. And then the kids being just adapting to whatever genres that their parents listen to. Well, that's what we did. Right well, now. that's what I did. You went towards like the Eminem side. Of, contrast. Yeah. You contrast. went the contrast and I kind of followed in mom and dad's, uh, <clears throat> music trends like listening to fucking uh i don't know i was gonna say rolling stones but i didn't really listen to the rolling stones like guns and roses and aerosmith and shit like that yeah, yeah that's Sp uh, speaking of music uh one article i found quite a bit ago honestly i wrote it a, uh, a few episodes ago um there was this person uh this female named dagmar turner and she uh well this was back in february but had like it was just it's such an interesting article to read. She played violin during her brain surgery to keep because okay, so she was she learned of a slow growing tumor in her head in yeah. 2013, and then it it went away, and then it, it, it to the point where she didn't need surgery. And then it got bigger and bigger until she was informed in 2019 that it would it would require surgery, and it was her right frontal lobe, uh, which is uh, the the tumor was, and it's close to influencing the fine like uh, movements of your left hand because your right controls your left hand and your left controls your right. Yeah. So she plays with the Isle of Wight Symphony Orchestra in London, and she needs her left hand to play the violin. Uh huh. So one thing that she did was played like the violin as she was getting surgery on her brain, like because it's called uh, it's 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 something awake k k or something like that, where it's the patient. <laughs> so not <awake>. informative. <laughs> yeah, the patient stays awake during the procedure, that, yeah. where they still can be awake. And she pushed to play a uh, violin while there were like three, four surgeons behind her operating on her tumor. Why? So just because she did not want to forget because there was a chance when they removed the tumor that she would not be able to play violin. Oh, anymore. no way, huh? It would have yeah. hit like a certain lobe that literally her memory would have forgotten how to play violin. Or she wouldn't have the fine <laughs> anymore of her left hand she would not be able to play violin anymore yeah but if she was so, doing it and they gave her brain surgery and she stopped playing violin wouldn't exactly. that, you know what i mean exactly exactly it would be the most like heartbreaking thing in the world yeah yeah, yeah. so um 
imagine just a sad song being played on the violin and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> yeah literally that's what i'm imagining like, oh, <laughs> so what they did wrong lobe is they they put like um like the fucking stickies on her head or whatever i don't sure. know what it's called um so they could map the brain and see what would light up as she played violin so they did the her testing while she played violin like prior to the surgery yeah to see what would light up on those like it's not an mri but like the images of her brain they would see it spark up because that's a part of the brain that she's using to do the fine movements with her hands. Yeah, I've watched Grey's and, Anatomies before. I, I know I know what they are. <laughs> yeah. So they would they mapped it to avoid like like hitting those areas. Yeah. So and then they were able to remove over ninety percent of the tumor, and she's able to she's still able to play violin. And then I stopped reading the article because <laughs> the more I read it, it was like good news, and then it was like. Oh, in 2013, there was a music professor who didn't know how to music anymore after the surgery. <laughs> and there was this jazz player that they did a similar uh, like surgery, and then he can't play the trumpet anymore or whatever. So it was like all like – I was like, I'm stopping here. I don't want yeah, to yeah, yeah. the rest of this. Like, give, me, give me the positive news. I don't want to hear the deaths of coronavirus. I want to hear people that are uh, <laughs> making, their, making it through yeah, like yeah, – but it was just interesting to see, like, because uh, it's like, th yeah, they, they just wanted to be be able to come out of the surgery still being able to play the violin, and they were so passionate about it that they're like, I'm gonna play it, and then and then that way I can see if it if I am indeed affected, yeah, by the surgery during the surgery, and then people can kind of, um, the, the surgeons can kind of see what what they're tapping into to see if they're like tweaking out while they're playing around with tumor That's so, so it was just weird. i don't know like i don't know i know we don't really get into too many medical surgery stuff but it was just it was just an interesting stuff because it, like i said there's a lot of weird shit on the internet but that was it, it, it kind of i think the reason why i was drawn to this article because it wasn't like too like like a fucking uh what the fuck is it called the two like twins are attached or whatever uh like, dude they're fucking uh no i was gonna say a jointed a, I want, a, I want, a something yeah whatever like a siamese twin or whatever <laughs> but like like it's almost like like i didn't, I didn't want to hear about people being detached from their other you know what i mean like yeah. i wanted to like have like a story that was actually medically cool and then also interesting on its own right without it being like all this person's fucking tumor was actually their brother that's been living inside them for 15 years. Like, I hate those fucking articles. <laughs> I wanted something that was actually, like, reasonable that I could be like, oh, I can relate to that because it would be so disheartening to, like, be proficient in playing an instrument or be proficient in something. Yeah. And then having the fear of losing... Because that was her career, too, mm. of losing your career or losing your uh, enthusiasm and hobby in something because of a brain tumor. And like I, I, I don't know. One one question I wanted to kind of get into with you is like, is there a part of you, whether it's generic like sight mm -hmm. or talking or hearing, or something specific, that you would literally have anxiety about losing due to a surgery or so whatever or whatever yeah, yeah, hits yeah. your ears first? Right. I, now. I think it would probably. I don't know, dude, because. Sight is a big one for me. Like, I'm thinking what would ruin my profession 
And I think sight would ruin my profession. Ah, I didn't, I, not really. I don't know. I'm thinking if like, if I'm a teacher, right? And I have to like read X amount of papers or do this. But then again, you could always get everything illustrated through sound. But if I lost my sound, then I wouldn't be able to talk to people unless it was yeah. through um, ASL. So I don't know. I think, dude, my sense of taste would be fucking gross. Losing your sense of taste. Well, you, then you wouldn't taste anything. You would just eat. Yeah, dude. But, like, I don't know. Then you would have to deal with only measuring See, that's, food that's, off of their consistencies and their textures. And I think that would gross yeah, me out. that's fucked. Yeah. That would be fucked to be only be able to taste things through textures, dude. Literally. Like, you only like know Like, your favorite foods would as... be based on textures. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> that would be fucking weird. I wonder if, like, people... if. if I don't know if losing your taste is like an actual thing. I don't but know. Like, like I don't know. Like, how would you feel if you ate a pepper that was really hot? Like, it must spark certain things in your body. You'd be sweating. Yeah, it would probably it would probably just increase the temperature of your internal body, and you would probably just like your nose would run, your eyes would get hot, something yeah. like that. But you wouldn't be able to actually taste the spiciness of it. You would only run off of the temperature of your body increasing you know you know one of my fears and like I, I think i told you before but i'm not sure i don't think it would be losing your voice but it's similar in vain because i know people that can't talk still can moan and groan yeah um is that the, is I, that I, the, is that the term for it yeah i don't <laughs> <laughs> but like i know one of the things that like kind of i found eerie was when um I can't I can't think of the technical term for it and you might be able to fill in the gaps. But we were driving to Canada one day and it's like like this like the sleep paralysis demons or whatever. Yeah. And I remember sleeping on the way to Canada. And I don't know if it's the way I was sleeping, like where it's like the the, the headrest was like kinked on my neck a certain way. Sure. But I fell asleep and I, I I could feel myself like in my body outside of my body and I was still in the car, okay? And I, I might have told you this. If not, it's, then you, it's fucking weird. <laughs> so we were on a trip. It was me, you, and our parents. And I felt out of body. Like, I was in my body, and my eyes were open. And I could look around. But no one could see that my eyes were open. And then I was yelling at the top of my lungs for help. Yeah. Saying, hey, like, like, screaming, help, 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 help. I can't move. I'm paralyzed. From And I almost... I think it's just mentally I felt like the kink yeah. that was being pressed by the headrest was pressure on my spine that paralyzed me. And I, I think that was my dream. You know, like I was, yes. I was dreaming. I was going to say, I don't I think that paralyzed. actually medically happened to you. No, 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 of course. But yeah. I think, I think, I think that's, that's how I thought that's what I was in. You yeah. know what I mean? Because of the headrest, like when I was in the dream state and I'm looking over and I'm yelling for help, but no sound is coming out. No moan, no groan literally nothing and like everyone would look over i my mouth would not be open my eyes would be still closed i'd still be sleeping but internally i was screaming at the top of my lungs praying that someone would notice i was paralyzed <laughs> that would be my biggest fear like like after like i don't know if that's something that would be connected to a surgery or whatever yeah but i think that would be a fear to be paralyzed and not be able to tell anyone that you're paralyzed <laughs> I don't know. It just reminds me of the fact. I don't know why I just thought of this, but the like the 
the stupid conspiracy that like you're actually special needs, but no one has the heart to tell you. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I always tell Cat that like she's special needs, and like I'm really not her boyfriend. I'm just like like her caretaker. A doll. <laughs> no, a doll, and she like carries me around everywhere and that's why like whenever we go on adventures it's her decision and not mine and then we go like to massive basic and then people are like oh is this your boyfriend oh, this nice <laughs> and, then, and then she brings me to go meet her parents and like oh like he seems pretty cool like i'm glad you met someone and then it's like secretly she's just special needs and she has uh and i'm just like a doll like i've, I've always been a figment of her imagination a life-size fucking pillow of you <laughs> That's literally what it is. And then sometimes I pretend to like, like pretend just like I'm like, <laughs> like, like a doll, like a, like a rag doll. Come on, Justin. We have to go to the store. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I think, I think that's pretty much a, a good uh, ending. Dude, I'm definitely going to tag Mo Johnson and fucking with a timestamp that he's our first hater just because it's fucking hilarious. So dude, we should just name the episode Mo Johnson. How no, fucking dude, I don't name it Mo Johnson. How dude. funny would it be if we named the episode? If anyone could comment out there, how funny would it be if we named the episode <laughs> after our first fucking hater? And this dude just goes to look, like look to see if there's any clips and talk shit, and he's like, "Oh my god, my name's their title." <laughs> I'd be curious. We'll, it's so we'll funny talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But yeah, so I think I think yeah, that was that was good. We're fucking hour forty eight minutes, something like that. Well probably a lot shorter because of the five minute screw up at the beginning. It wasn't five minutes. It's all right. It was mostly your fault. So for those of you that are still dwindling or are watching this on replay on YouTube or Spotify um so we we have a quick announcement and i'm just gonna make the announcement anyways and if it doesn't happen you're not gonna remember in a week because you're so bored out of your mind that a week in corona village <laughs> is four months actually in two and a half years <laughs> so you're not gonna remember i mean do you remember what your mom told you two and a half years ago and if you don't have a mom do you remember you're the closest person to you told you two and a half years ago you probably do not they probably said hey take the chicken out of the fridge to be thought and that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell right tell you right now that we are possibly having a guest next week. Uh, we've been talking about it uh, between the two of us. Um, I think one guest is a little ill prepared because we never talked to him about it. Yeah. But we have one special guest in California that um, is very interested, very excited. Um, we're we're putting in the little nuggets right now for for you exclusive listeners. And um, I think what we're going to do <laughs> Moses is, says, I remember. <laughs> I think what we're going to do is um, is going to, we're going to Zoom, have them in. And then I think what we're going to do is maybe even a couple episodes of people that we feel like we've both mutually agreed that we really want on the podcast. And it's much more feasible to have them via this coronavirus season and doing it via Zoom then to wait for the next time they come to new hampshire and the thing the problem is about having these guests that are close to us is because they're close to us the next time that they come to new hampshire is most likely for a big event Mm -hmm. and to be able to try to 
time everything correctly. And I think that's the, the guess that we have from California. The reason why we had issue having him on last time he was in New Hampshire was he was here during your wedding. Yeah. So we, there was no way to time it to have him on a podcast. Again, it wasn't this podcast. It was a drinking podcast. So it was like, all right, we're we going to be completely sloshed and hung over during the wedding or during the wedding recital or skip the re- wedding recital to do the podcast. It doesn't make sense. So I think what we're going to do next week, uh, whether it's one gets or the other, depending on availability, I think we're going to be pushing to have a guest um, possibly next week, maybe two weeks in a row. We don't know. I, I think what we want to do is, is kind of uh, develop this podcast. That's a little less, um, innovative than typical episodes because most episodes we have to spin the wheel we have the different game segments we're able to build off of each other so i think this will help create a fuller episode i guess is the best way to word it Uh, and and i think one thing we always have wanted to do is get other people's perspectives get other people's opinions and i think this uh next guest is going to be or next guest's is, are going to be perfect because they they live in different parts of the states. They're seeing different different um, versions of the coronavirus, and they both come from different backgrounds. With one being a military background, which will be, you know, like uh, whether they sway left or right, it's going to be interesting to get their point of view. And the same thing with our our dear friend that lives in California. He'll be able to give a perspective that's different than ours. And mm-hmm. sometimes, I mean, I know a lot of people that watch our podcast all have very similar takes and views to us, but we're not necessarily right. We're just what we believe uh, personally from our views and our um, intakes on life and discussion. So I think it, I, I think that's why I'm most excited about um, having guests that aren't East Coast white males um, is going to be, uh, is going to be, something something cool to do um and especially and i know in the comments we we have someone uh uh oh actually i i believe they don't know but i know we we have a couple guests from canada that we would like to talk to an interview as well and just have have endpoint because even though they're one country away um their lifestyle is completely different and and everything's kind of i don't know i i figured i'd pass it off to you to add or subtract anything i said me i think you said it all i i was just having having you like like enjoy your time i could tell you were invested so i'm just kind of no it was, it was, it's just dope it's just exciting <clears throat> yeah, there's no. so many people i've talked to that like it's like it sucks because we want them on the podcast but we can't do anything about it yeah so now's the time you know to, be able to like, reach out we're to we're not people. gonna travel there and they're not gonna travel here for a fucking episode so it's yeah. like well right now while we're we're doing this like via this format we might as well just have um interesting dialogue and then talk about life and how it's hitting us all different and, and have them bring, because I think the thing that's interesting about like even having uh, your wife on and my girlfriend on and other podcasts is they were, they brought topics that we, we need never even heard of. We don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think you're, uh... <laughs> I think you're frozen a little bit, Justin. I think your mic gave out, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> I can't hear you anymore. Sh- should I end the podcast? Yeah, we're going to give a thumbs up. We're glad that this happened at the end of the podcast rather than the middle. Either way, thank you guys. You guys are always awesome. Uh, merch is on Spreadshirt.com. 
Um, follow us on Instagram, fucking Twitter. I don't even think we have a Twitter, possibly. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, and we will see you next week. And hopefully we will have everything settled to the point where we have a guest. And yeah. uh, Oh, there you go. Now I can hear you. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> farewell. No, that'd be great. Yeah, we're 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 gonna we're gonna announce if we do have the guests, we have to just talk about it. Um, but uh, if we do have we we have to coordinate with the guests just to confirm that everything's gonna work out. But we will be talking to them. And if we do, you'll see the announcement this week, um, preferably Sunday. I think typically we do Sunday announcements for our guests, so that way you can prep and they can prep for it. Yeah. And then uh, if we don't have the guests, we'll let you know too. So uh, feel free to tune on into us next week. We're glad that everything sounded and looked better uh, outside of the hiccup from the beginning of the episode. And uh, we will be seeing you guys one week. All right. Sounds good. Peace out. Bye.